0: You're listening to the Whitewater Podcast. First off, we just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoy what you hear today, please subscribe, share, rate, and review the podcast. If you want to support what Whitewater is doing, you can go to whitewaterchurch.org give, or click on give in the show notes. Let's dive into this week's message together.
1: Let's talk about blessing, the step of blessing. In the story of the prodigal son, when he's come to his senses, and he's come back home. It says this, while he was still a long way off, his father saw him, filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son and embraced him. To become a blessing, we think here at Whitewater that first and foremost, we have to realize that we need to stand with the father looking for ways that we can run to lost sons and daughters to bless and bring them into God's home. The father is trying to send his sons and daughters to restore other sons and daughters who are maybe on a broken journey or been wandered off. The father wants to send us just like he was trying to send the older son into the party. He's pleading with him. He's trying to ask him to go into the party to restore his brother. And so he would send us. At the end of the story of the prodigal son, the father's pleading with the older brother. He wants to send him into the party. He wants to send him to his brother and, and restore him and celebrate him. And so God is, is asking us to be sent to others. It really is a reflection of Jesus. If we look at 1 John chapter 4, verse 9. It says, God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. And so if we're going to become like Christ or like Jesus, we are going to be sent into the world of other people, other lost brothers and sisters. So how do we bless? Practically, what does this look like? Well, Genesis 12 teaches us that God's people are blessed to be a blessing. And when I think of being blessed to be a blessing, God has blessed me. And so I am to like not just hold on to that blessing and become like a stagnant pond that's holding all this, the the water of blessing that God has given me, but I'm to let God's blessing flow through my life. I think of the image of a reservoir and a river. Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, let anyone who's thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within. By this, he meant the spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. So God's spirit, his power was gonna flow through people's hearts. When we receive Christ, when we receive God's love and blessing, we're not to just keep it in. It's to flow out of us to a broken and thirsty world you are a reservoir that's designed to release rivers of blessing out of your life and if that's true the church is a reservoir filled with people with all kinds of gifts and perspectives and places that god has put them and if the church is a reservoir it's to release rivers of blessing A powerful reservoir releases powerful rivers Healthy rivers require healthy reservoirs. So, if you have a reservoir that's not releasing any water, it gets stagnant, it gets gross, it's not good. And if you have a river that has a, let's say, a really low or scummy or nasty reservoir, it's not going to be powerful or healthy. I want us to understand that you and I are reservoirs that God is releasing blessing through. And here's the cool thing water helps quicken life. It like if you pour water onto some seeds or into a, you know, rain falls into a, a, a garden bed, it doesn't like cause life, but it 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 kind of quickens the life that's already there. And when water is poured out into a dry and weary land, it like all of a sudden causes or generates what was already there to begin blooming and growing. Would you just imagine with me for a second? Think about our church. Think about other churches in the area think about Christians that have gathered in Jesus' name. How many people from different sectors of our society are we stewarding within our church? How many gifts, how many like special places of calling and assignment has God brought our, our church and our people to? And what if we were awakened to that? What would happen if a church became awake to the Uh, different gifts and people were called to different places in our communities and began helping and supporting them bloom right where they're planted. You and I are designed to bloom where God has planted us and to help others bloom as they come to know the God who created them. Here's the simple strategy we use at Whitewater to help us bloom where we're planted. The three areas of blessing, personal blessing, local blessing, and global blessing. With personal blessing, We want you to bloom where you're planted. And Jeremiah 29, 7 says, Seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it. Because if it prospers, you too will prosper. God wants you to bloom where you're planted, to bless people personally for Jesus. So where are you planted? Where is your family? Where is your neighborhood? Where are the schools where you go to school, the workplace you go to work at? you're sent there, not stuck there, God wants to bless your world through your life. We believe every person in our church can be used to bless the world because they are sent not stuck. you know we have community peace partnerships that we have been cultivating over the years. Some examples are like Olive Crest, which is a foster care community that we have a great partnership with nourish, which is helping feed our area during the pandemic we uh, we had a partnership where we were actually helping run mask materials to make masks for doctors and and do pickups for pharmacies for people. And it was amazing. It's just amazing what the church can do together when they decide to bless locally. So imagine the impact our church is making already in different sectors of our local community by blooming where we're planted. Also, every one of our groups is encouraged to find an area of blessing, a network, a neighborhood, or a nonprofit. So if you're in a group or you're wanting to start a group, we want to encourage you to, maybe it's your neighborhood or someone's neighborhood, to to find ways of blessing. Maybe it's a network, a natural network um, of relationships that you have. Or maybe it's a nonprofit, but find some way of regularly blessing uh, our local community. Lastly, global blessing. We do church planting and we've um, helped... Uh, do leadership and community development training, especially in our partnership with pastors in Sierra Leone. It's incredible how God has used our church. So I wanna encourage you to take a next step to become a blessing. You are blessed to become a blessing. Your life is a reservoir that's designed to release rivers of blessing. So here's an, an easy next step to help our church bless locally. I wanna encourage you to get involved with the One Child Project. This is a party that we throw Every Christmas. And we have sometimes over 400 kids that we get gifts for, some of which have never had a Christmas gift before. You can be part of letting them know that we see them and the families. We see these families. We love them and we support them. We have groups in our church that find ways to serve, individuals find ways to serve when we throw the party. So I want to encourage you to find a way to uh, be part of the fun of blessing this community. The church is a reservoir ready to release the power of God's spirit and blessing in the community. Imagine the full potential of our church and of Jesus' church all around the world if it were to release ordinary everyday believers to be a blessing. We have a vision to see every believer awaken to becoming a blessing in their world, to bloom where they're planted. The church is a sleeping giant, a reservoir to be released, and a people gathered to scatter and bless their world. Here's some questions for you to consider. Where has God sent you personally and locally to be a blessing? Who in your spheres of influence has an open heart to have spiritual conversations with? And how could you help them move forward on their spiritual journey? If you feel like Whitewater might be your family uh, or home church, and you might wanna commit to partnering with us In this season of your life, you can take a step of becoming a member of our church by getting the membership form and filling it out. This is simply a a spiritual commitment to partnering with our vision together and living in alignment to the best of our ability. If you're watching online, just click our link in the description below, and it'll take you to our membership form. If you have any questions about membership with our church, you can email us at info at whitewaterchurch.org with your questions and we'll answer those either through email or phone, depending on your preference. Guys, I love you so much. Make sure to join us next week.
0: Hey, Whitewater family. Thanks again for joining us this week. At Whitewater, we believe in creating an environment where you can belong before you believe. If you wanna learn more about who we are and what we believe in, visit us at our website, whitewaterchurch.org. If you'd like to contribute to Whitewater financially, you can give online at whitewaterchurch.org give. Or if you want to get involved in blessing our communities or are interested in joining one of our home churches, email us at info at whitewaterchurch.org. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time.